This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Inside the Boards podcast, the podcast dedicated to helping you learn to think like a question writer so you can study smarter, not harder, and succeed in medical school. Before we get into today's episode, let's hear a question from our All Audio Q Bank. You can get a ton of questions just like this one in our app available on iOS and Android to help you study on the go. You can learn more at insidetheboards.com app. A 67-year-old female with history of atrial fibrillation and pulmonary fibrosis presents to the ED with concerns of sudden onset vomiting and dizziness. She explains that she was feeling fine earlier in the day when all of a sudden she felt extremely dizzy and vomited. Her vitals are normal except for a mildly elevated temperature. Her speech is hoarse. Gag reflex is diminished and she displays right beating nystagmus when looking to the left. The right side of the body and the left side of her face have diminished sensation to pain and temperature, and her gait is mildly ataxic. A stroke of which of the following arteries explains her symptoms? Is it A, left posterior inferior cerebellar artery, B, right posterior inferior cerebellar artery, C, left anterior inferior cerebellar artery, or is it answer choice D, right anterior inferior cerebellar artery? And the correct answer is choice A, left posterior inferior cerebellar artery. The patient has lateral medullary syndrome, Wallenberg syndrome, which is due to a stroke of the posterior inferior cerebellar artery. Depending on the nuclei affected, symptoms may include dysphagia, hoarseness, and decreased gag reflex, vomiting, vertigo, and nystagmus, decreased pain and temperature sensation on the contralateral body and ipsilateral face, ipsilateral Horner syndrome, ataxia, and dysmetria. Cranial nerve deficits on one side and body deficits on the other point to a brainstem lesion. And with cranial nerves being ipsilateral, this patient's stroke is of the left PICA. For answer A, a left PICA stroke explains the ipsilateral cranial nerve symptoms and contralateral peripheral nerve symptoms. For answer choice B, a right PICA stroke would cause left-sided deficits in the body and right-sided cranial nerve deficits. For choices C and D, the AICA strokes may present with vomiting, vertigo, and nystagmus decreased pain and temperature sensation of the contralateral body and ipsilateral face, 
as well as ataxia. But a key AICA stroke symptom is facial paralysis due to disruption of the facial nucleus. And now, here's today's episode. Hey guys, you're tuned into ITB, the biggest medical podcast network, where we bring you everything about medical education, news, everything and anything related to medicine right here on this podcast. My name is Eva, and today I have an amazing artist here with me. Her name is Dr. Art. Now, many of you have heard of her, but those of you who haven't, please go to her website and check out some of our artwork. It's on www.drartwork.com. In case you didn't catch that, don't worry. We'll be mentioning it again. But I'm so excited to introduce Dr. Art here. Dr. Art, are you here with us all the way from France? Yeah, thanks for having me. Hey, oh my gosh. You have no idea how long I've been looking to meet you. You are such an inspiration. And you know, I'm obsessed with your art. I will be the first one to admit it. Thank you. (laughs) Well, Dr. Art, tell us about yourself. There's so much to learn about you and from you. So tell us a little bit about everything to do with you. I want to know how you started, what influenced you to get into this. Okay, so I'm the founder slash the artist of Dr. Artwork Gallery. I'm currently a fifth-year medical student. We're following the MDBS degree, so we get into medical school straight out of high school. Uh, so it's a six-year program, and um, I have one year ahead of me before graduation. Wow, that's incredible. So I just finished medical school, so I know how crazy busy medicine is. But what inspired you to start this artwork? Like, where did you realize that you were this amazing artist and you wanted to mix it in with medicine? Well, surprisingly, I've never been an artist before. It just come up in medical. Our first two years, it's just like for you guys, the pre-med phase. And during that, we got kind of like a glimpse of anatomy, like the lens, upper, lower. And my professor required us to draw anatomy figures and I started drawing in a very detailed manner of course but adding some splash of colors some kind of like somehow creativity to make it less boring and the professor really loved that and said why not make more and I will mention that in my textbook and kind of like I figured out that I somehow can draw I still at that point was thinking like maybe it's just because I'm drawing like very strictly about once COVID hit and we had such a long time to discover ourselves, we started drawing like just for the sake of drawing, not like not like for my anatomy professor. I started going way abstract, like thinking, okay, how can I make a very boring, detailed anatomy figure into a very abstract, colorful, uh, unique, and common art piece, so that anyone, not even in medical field would find it interesting and wouldn't even recognize that this is like this was drawn and inspired from his human body so yeah so this is how it went wow that is exquisite i feel like i need to own some of this artwork because honestly like i'm looking at a cross section of a breast and she has made it look so glamorous like even on our website when you go on it it says your anatomy atlas but classier and it's so true <laughs> Like it's to the T. Like when I look at these colors that you've used, like the way the purple stain and it's like looking at 
you know, like a nice histology slide or just even a picture from, uh, you know, a pathology textbook, but just so beautiful. If there's like a starting point where it's from anatomy, but then like the moon is your end point. Uh, so I just like go and as an example, like I have a fetus heart art piece and like for the fetus, you know, like there's a foramen and valley for people who has come up like this uh, information. Like, yeah, some, yeah. I'm sure like some didn't, but yeah. there's like a foramen in the fetus heart and like blood would freely move from right to left, left to right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because I love the ocean and the sea, the beach. So I was thinking like, why wouldn't I transform the blood flowing in the heart and turn it into ocean waves instead, like hidden within the cavity. So wow. see, like at first, like it's a very common, boring thing, but then I turn it into like a very classical yet abstract anatomy art piece. So that anyone who's interested in in ocean art piece would find interest in, like even anyone in medical school. I'm getting goosebumps listening to you. You're speaking like like an artist. Like I'm speechless right now. I don't even think I'm speaking English. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever listen to a murmur again and not appreciate it now. The way you have described a murmur, you know, I I think that's beautiful. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And this is why you're such an incredible artist and and your passion and your drive and your love for this clearly shows in your art. So I have a few more questions for you. Now, with all of this work and all of what you have put up out there and people are obviously purchasing these artwork, how do you envision Dr. Art moving forward? Like, what do you envision for this, for your company, for your brand, for your, for what you have to offer? At first, it started with me. Uh, trying to find out my style. But at the beginning, it was me and my partner. She's the pro artist because as I said, like for me, I just figured out that I can draw. But for her, like she used to draw unrealistic, surrealistic art pieces. So I kind of like integrated her into the art gallery and she has like her own style. Like she's more into the minimalism. Like moving forward, everyone is like going for uh, the minimalistic move like moving unnecessary things because for me like it's more abstract more random a lot of colors but for her like very geometric mini details cooler tones nude colors uh so it was me and her and now we're like a team of five artists and we have like other artists from uk us and they're bringing their own styles like one of our artists is working now on our pieces that will turn organs into machines 
What? Uh, it's like kind of, kind wow. of like you see an art and you think this is related to IT or something like that. But it's not. It's related to your medical field. Wow. Okay. Tell me more. Um, there is another one who's working on uh, Renaissance style. So this is a move uh, like more into Christian characters, like what you found drawn in the church uh, with flowers and so on. Like you turn organs into characters woman characters and we give them their own touch uh, for me i'm working on picasso style so it would be modernistic kind of like contemporary art and the list goes uh, on and on but to sum it up we want to expand our gallery art so that it's very uncommon very weird so beautiful abstract so that anyone would be interested in it and that's why like anyone who's listening to us and has a drive for art and loves to make inspiration from our human bodies, they're welcome to join us and we will take care of the rest. So we want to become a global anatomy art gallery for anyone interested in art, especially anatomy, would find us as their endpoint. Gosh, at this point, I just wished I paid attention in art class. Because I would love to be part of your <laughs> part of your crew if I could draw this nicely. But this this is amazing. Um, and yes, guys, if you're listening in and you have this kind of passion for artwork, definitely go on our website, check her out. You can contact her and be part of this. This is amazing. I feel like this is such a breath of fresh air for me because I normally, and this is just my opinion, I normally don't see art like this colliding with medicine, even though medicine is an art form in itself. But to see these two worlds collide, it just it's so beautiful. And I'm sure like there are a lot of fields outside of art that can be collided with medicine. Like we're just not going out of our comfort zone. You just need to think outside of the box. Like it shouldn't be art and medicine. It can mm-hmm. be technology and med, med tech, I mean startup, something like that. So just go outside of the box. That's so true. And, you know, I mean, medicine is not just what we study. It's art in itself. It is life. And, you know, what they say, or life imitates art, art imitates life, vice versa, right? So I think that it's good to take out that beauty and uphold it like you have. And any sort of advice you can give to our listeners today that has passion in this kind of field or like give them inspiration or even how to start? Okay, so just start with your hobbies. Uh, don't limit your off time and think like this would impact your profession. I know like becoming a medical student, you're already an excellent stellar student. No one would doubt about it. But still, your off time should be for you to discover yourself. Even during med school, you're still at a certain point where you still haven't discovered and unleashed all your skills and maybe new interests. So it's just like the more time you give to yourself, the more you're going to discover new hobbies, new ways to kind of like impact not even yourself, but also the profession. For me, it started with me trying to discover myself. I discovered art and now I'm having a gallery, anatomy arts. Now it's a business. So I'm impacting the art field and introducing the medical era into art galleries, which is very uncommon. Like there, there used to be only like boring anatomy figures, mm-hmm. but we kind of like 
Brad's something new. It shouldn't be for you arts only. It can be anything, as I said, like even for technology or anything in the or business, anything like very uncommon. You yeah. should still dedicate that and it will indirectly impact your profession. Yeah. So, yeah, that's. Those were great words of wisdom. You know, that's very inspirational what you just said. Now, before we conclude today, I'm very interested. <laughs> now, I know you said you're in medical school and you're um, studying to finish up medicine here shortly. What subspecialty or even not even subspecialty, but what field are you looking to go into in medicine? Well, and surprisingly, it's surgery. <laughs> wow. Well, I, you know, I kind of guessed it, but at the same time, I didn't want to assume. So I had to ask. Um, this is incredible. And I believe that every surgeon is a great artist. And I can definitely see you flourishing in that field. If I'm ever Thank under you. your knife, <laughs> you're welcome. If I'm ever under your knife, I know there'll be no jagged edges with my sutures. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm incredibly lucky to have met you. And we are so happy that you came onto this podcast to share what you love most, which is art and medicine. And you've upheld that. So Thank you so much, Dr. Art. Uh, did you have any other things you wanted to say or add before we finish off today's podcast? Anyone interested in joining us and become an artist, uh, hit us with an email. And anyone is interested in seeing what is it like to draw in abstract way, you should check our art pieces and we're getting even more styles. So. And guys, and again, thank you for having me again. Yeah, for sure. It was so nice to meet you. Thank you so much for joining us all the way from France. Guys, if you guys are listening in, everyone, her website is www.drartwork.com. Go check her out. They're beautiful pieces. Anyways, guys, see you guys next time. This is Eva and Dr. Art signing off. Mm -hmm.